Welcome back to Don't Call It a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. Today, we have finished Bastion, book one in the... Ooh, I forget what the series is called, but... Uh, yeah, I keep, I keep calling the series Bastion, but but the first book is Bastion uh, by Phil Tucker. Um, do you want to get warmed up a little bit before, yeah. we, first before Luke, we do this? First Luke, uh, I, th- I think I need to change things up a little bit. Give me one second. Okay. Oh, hold on. Are we? Where are we going? Uh. <laughs> oh, Luke, we're up here now. <laughs> All right, I think we're ready now to start the pod. <laughs> is this is this the warm up? Yeah, this is the warm up. Uh, folks <laughs> at home who couldn't see what I just did, uh, your boy's standing now. <laughs> so we're now standing. We're gonna be standing for the pod today. That's, oh man, that's what I'm gonna bring to you all. So I got to do a little adjust. All right, and uh, and we're standing. All right, no warm up. <laughs> Aside from the fact that I'm fully upright now. And pro- that's my promise to you, listeners, is I'm going to be upright the whole time. Oh, man. Are you, are you going to like walk around a little bit? Oh, I don't know if that will make good for very good audio. I will oh, say, okay. though, Luke, I've been using the standing desk for like a few days now and kind of hard to stand for a while. <laughs> like you do get a little tired. So like what's a while? Like a couple hours, two or three hours. Oh yeah, you're not supposed to stand continuously for that long, are you? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I've just been using it like a desk, but that I stand <laughs> at. <laughs> I thought you switched back and forth. I thought the, I thought the point was to do like thirty, thirty on, thirty off. Oh, I don't know. Kind of thing. Maybe I'm standing for too long. <laughs> I will say the one thing uh, that I like the most about about how you did this and how you introduced it is how slow the <laughs> the process of of bringing it up was. Yeah, it's it's, it's not because the quickest. <laughs> it took me it took me until you were like fully upright to understand what was happening. Um, but I, I love it. I'm proud of you. Good, thank you. That's why I did it. Is I wanted to make Luke proud of me. So. Mission accomplished. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at a different angle at Dan's at Dan's room. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, let's talk about Bastion. <laughs> Speaking of leveling up, Luke. <laughs> That's right. Uh, is that <laughs> is that the transition? That's the Love transition. It. We're yeah. talking about the book now. Um, a couple a couple levels up in Bastion uh, that we have finished for this for this episode. Um, we got some comments, I think in the, in the discord where, like we said last time, this book is super long. Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't consider it this way, but the end of the little fight with Imogen and then getting readmitted into the academy, um, does make like a pretty good, a pretty good like ending to a, to a book. Yeah, right. honestly, I, I was I was thinking this exact thing this week. Like after we finished that half, I was like, "Why didn't they publish two books? Like, why didn't you just write two books?" Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I guess I'm I guess I'm happy with it. Sure. Yeah. It saves me a couple bucks. 
<laughs> um, so let's see. Let me let me actually bring up my notes here. <clears throat> Come on, Luke. So we didn't actually finish the the fight with Imogen last episode. No. Do you have any notes for the ending of that? Um. I don't think anything super specific. I will say it's wild how evenly matched these these imperators are. Mm-hmm. Like she was only winning like if we're if we're balancing the scales, right? And we've got like 5 tons of gold on either side, but she is like winning. The difference was like a feather. Because that's what Scorio did. Scorio had like right. a, the tiniest little difference. And that was all it made. And then it was over. But it was like <laughs> so slight. Well, the thing was also, it wasn't like a power level thing Mm-mm. that Scorio helped with. It was like a focus. Right. But to... So, I- to a certain degree, I don't, focus I don't, I don't is know a what power that means level. to our point. Right? Sure. Yes. And so, like, they were both very, very focused on defeating each other. Oh, so focused. And then, and then Scorio comes in and is like, I'm going to take just a little bit of your focus for, like, half a second. And then that was all it took and, like, fight's over. Fight's over, you lost because a butterfly came in and, like, fluttered in front of you for a second. Right. Yeah. I Man. This is a good point. This is a good point. They were so evenly matched. (laughs) I, uh, for some reason, when I was doing, when I was like reading it, I didn't consider this. And I still feel like maybe there's just, uh, I don't know. You're right. Yeah. Super evenly matched, I guess. I am curious whether just like all Imperators are super evenly matched or it's these two i mean okay we should add we should clarify a few things first um imogen had been attacked for a long time before this so she she had been reduced in power i think when this Mm -hmm. happened um maybe not a lot but she'd taken some damage so Mm -hmm. i think that may have brought them down to like a similar level um but I I think it's a little bit absurd that she is like, haha, I'm always the stronger one. You have no chance. There's no hope. And then like somebody threw a rock at her and that was all it took for everything to collapse. Right. I think that this is why I was I was not considering them so evenly matched, but but now that we're talking about it a little bit more, yeah, just like I is it just the timing? I can't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Anyway. Um. <laughs> good good for Scorio. I do appreciate that he hit her wand or, or whatever we're calling it. Uh, and it literally didn't move. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, ow. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do appreciate that. Um, and seeing like <laughs> the way that, that he made a difference just being so minor right um um the big step a big step a huge step i do have an issue though with something in the immediate aftermath okay so soul shows soul defeats imogen 
and he's like dude scorio you did me and everybody here a huge solid uh oh hold on i noticed that your heart is like about to explode because of what you did let me just do a little rewind hold on and he does a rewind and he's like i rewound you to the start of the fight so there you go (laughs) enjoy that um and yeah i'm gonna get you into school is i mean i think that's fair i think those are both good fair things for me to do seeing as you literally saved the world um so cool enjoy that and then scorio gets into school and they're like hey dude your heart is so badly damaged you are not going to be able to do well at all you're 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 saying give like do do more yeah souls out here like yeah there we go everything balance in the world i put him back to where he was before the fight it's like no Maybe just fix him all the way. Maybe don't just leave some cracks in there because it builds character. Right. Right. It's a, okay. This is an exceptionally good point because you could be like, uh, we don't want to take him back much, much farther than that to the point of like fully healing him because maybe you're advancing or you're like removing some of the gains that he got in advancement. However, like, really, you're not. Because <laughs> at this point, Scoria is so close to zero, right? Yeah. You, Luke, you that, don't... That, like, <laughs> that like taking... If, if the way to heal his heart is to take him to zero, still worth it, for sure. Right, because then he's going to go in the academy and then build it up, like, to be a healthy, big, juicy heart, like everyone else has got. Right. Um, and I can hear the argument that like, oh yeah, but the fact that he had this adversity was what pushed him. I don't think so. Like, I think Scorio was always going to be, Scorio feels like the type of person who is always pushing regardless of their circumstances. He has all four limbs. You could cut off one of his limbs to make it a little harder for him too, but you didn't do that. And he seems to still find ways to struggle with that. So... I, I don't like that argument. But the other thing I want to say, Luke, is like, you don't have to do a magic time rewind to fix his heart. You can just be like, oh, also, I'll make sure that you get the resources to repair your heart fully because this is this is untenable. You can't we can't let you walk around with a cracked heart after you saved all of right. the it's an right. embarrassment to this whole institution if we let you walk around when they're, the resources are there to fix you it's an embarrassment to everyone here if you don't get them yes um to to soul especially like the the cost of the resources to fix scorio's heart at this stage has got to be so close to zero (laughs) the limit approaches zero yes um and i do get that i think that the limiting factor here is time for soul because it's basically like apparently at least yeah every like second that he's gone from the front we're we're losing stuff yeah uh i don't i don't know if i believe that i feel like that might be a little bit of imperator propaganda where they're like please stop bothering me (laughs) um i was playing tears of the kingdom and i was really into it and (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, but I don't know. I mean, just be like, hey, I got, okay, yeah. He gets him back into the academy. Yes. You could also be like, <laughs> and give him 
this pill once a week. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's, it's also... Not, that's no difference. It's not a time thing. Like, I, you said it's a time thing. It's not a time thing because things just happen because he says they need to happen. So all he has to do is be like, yeah, you're in the academy and, hey, give him the pills. Fix his fucking heart because he's a hero because he's a national treasure. All right, I'm out. Right. right. This... This this brings me to a similar point that I have, where after this, he gets brought into the academy, and it seems like essentially like Praxamar almost alone, freaking hates him, mm-hmm. um, and I honestly don't quite get it. He's like a, he's a red lister, dude. He's a red lister, and. Um, the reason that Jova gives us a little bit later, I can, I can jive with because Mm -hmm. Jova's like red lister. I take that seriously because it means that you're like in all of your lives, you're like really messing us up. Yeah. Sure. I don't think that that's Praxamar's reason. No, because Praxamar is a part of this conspiracy that we learn about at the end, right? Yes. So it, it seems like. Scorio has found out some damning evidence about what's actually happening in hell and the academy is involved the houses are involved and he in his message that he gives to Jova Spike it's like hey they're gonna red list me for this because I found some stuff out and so Praxamar mm-hmm. is a part of that elite group that hates well him. well I don't know but yeah, okay. My like my feeling from Praxamar is basically just he's like, I don't know, you make me you're making me look bad. Yeah, for sure. But it's like you don't have to he he doesn't have to be making you look bad. You know what I mean? You could just be like, oh, sweet, like I threw you I did the procedure that we do with the red list. Looks like you actually are super awesome. Welcome. I'm hyped. It, yep. like, does not reflect in any way on you, Praxamar. There's no reason to hate Scorio for this. Okay, if he's not involved in this conspiracy that Scorio is unveiling, um, mm-hmm. I think Scorio just kind of, like, is an affront to his ego and his sense of like mm-hmm. he's the one who knows what's happening and he's the one in charge in bastion because it seems like funnily enough last episode we were talking about government we get some more information about the government of uh bastion in this in this half of the book and it seems like the academy is at the head of the government yes there's a council and the houses have some influence but the academy seems to be the main governing body in the city which means Praxamar is kind of like the president yeah and i think yeah i think that's true essentially what happened is Praxamar personally locked up somebody who is a dangerous criminal they escaped and then he was like and then everyone was like yeah you should let him in and he was like oh yeah i should huh okay yeah i knew that all along actually i was joking with you guys (laughs) Um, come on, bud, get in here, fam. And like, I think Scorio gives him a minute where he's like, oh, maybe Praxamar is going to be cool. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think it's just too much of an affront to his ego. 
that he like he can't admit that he was wrong i i i I agree with you um and maybe i'm just trying to point out more how flawed praximar is as a person (laughs) um because like i i don't think that praximar should be taking this personally because what What it's like you're doing the procedure yeah but what if he came up with the procedure Okay, this is a this is a valid point. What if he was like, "Hey, we can't kill these guys because they keep coming back. We need to. We need something else to do." Um, what about that door that nobody's ever opened? Can we just throw them behind there? <laughs> okay, yeah, this is a this is a good point. Maybe Praximar okay. came up with that method, and then the fact that a bunch of people escaped is like a huge, like he not only failed in his assessment because now they're coming to the academy anyway he failed in his method of disposal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. again we're making some assumptions here however good assumptions i think they could be they could be valid yeah i think this could be how it works (laughs) okay i think that's true i think that's true um okay so we're we're in the academy Mm -hmm. and a pretty good spot I have to say. I was a little jelly. I'd love to go. Give me in a hot tub. You get to hang out with your friends all day. It's like better college. Yeah. Except Um, I guess in college, no one was trying to expel me because they hated me as a person. (laughs) But aside from that. Aside from that. um, Honestly, yeah. Like, here's the thing. Great place to be an average student. (laughs) Oh, Well, slightly above average, right? You want to be slightly above average. So that you can stay a second year. Yeah, so you can stay a second year. I'm going to grad school, baby. (laughs) Like, Leonis, I think, says this, uh, or at least uh, there's a couple times where Scorio and Leonchi are, like, really pushing themselves, and Leonis comes along, but he's like, ah, man, I guess I'll come, but I kind of want to just chill. Yeah. (laughs) And, like... Yeah, totally. Feel that, man. man. Feel that. Just like top tier food, little hot tub, kind of chill classes, it seems. Not a lot of homework. Almost no homework. Okay, I actually do am curious. Usually when we read a school book, Mm -hmm. a big thing is how much work they're doing. Yes, this is one of the few where they've focused a lot less on academics. And I can't tell if that's because the school actually focuses less on academics or if the book does. You know what I mean by that distinction? Yes, I do. I seem to remember that they had to write like a one-page history paper. But also, come on, a one-page history paper? Right. Take you like 20 minutes tops. Yes, yes. Um, so, so you're thinking that it actually is the classes really are, yeah. Just and I so think, easy. and I think this is a way of testing the students. It's like, hey, look, we're not going to okay. assign homework, but you have an exam at the end of the year that determines if you get to go another year. So it's up to you, what you want to do. Ooh, ooh, okay. They're looking for those self-directed students. Sure. I think that's I think that's smart actually. We're not doing busy work here. No. 
Forget the busy work. Just say we've got we're a not, final at the end of the semester. No, there's a final at the end of the semester. Here's the material that's going to be on it. Do what you will with your time. Mm-hmm. You're you're adults. I like it, you're adults now. <laughs> it's also funny because since they are just coming back, this is their. It's a, it's it's kind of a hard thing. Is this their first year of life? Not really. No, we can't really count it that way. No. So we're not considering this kindergarten. <laughs> no, because they're not like <laughs> identifying shapes, Luke. <laughs> they're like fully literate. Right. Right. They just. Okay. okay. Oh, how great of an experience would it be in this universe to rediscover your favorite piece of media? Like every time you reincarnate. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Oh. Because you wouldn't remember What it. a treat, actually. My locker? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> my locker is just my favorite books. Your, your locker just has The Dark Knight on DVD, and you're like, what is this? <laughs> you put it on, and you're like, that's incredible. <laughs> the Joker? Oh, I'm going to be the Joker. <laughs> this is good. This is excellent, actually. Hmm. That would honestly be one of the best parts about this whole thing is the excitement. Imagine the because because then every time you watch it, you're like, I gotta write in my journal for the next guy. Like, hey, dude, you're gonna be so hyped <laughs> to see this. You gotta check this out. I would love to see the debates on um, on like reading order. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could do like, it with yourself. You could, right, you could exactly, do experiments. Exactly. This yeah. is what I mean. Yeah, internal debates with it. Yeah, <laughs> where in your in your little notebook, every every time you reincarnate, you read. Uh, I don't know. Let's do some that we've done before. You read the Cosmere series, mm. and it's like, hmm, is it better to just jump straight into Stormlight, or do I want to do? Or do, <sighs> do I want to start with Elantris? Elantris. You can mm. test. You can do all the tests on yourself. Wow. And then you have like a rating scale you develop. And then at the end, when everything comes apart, you can be like, hey, I know you guys like spent a lot of time powering up and stuff. But actually, (laughs) I found the best way to read this book series. For me, (laughs) at least. For me, it's like perfect. (laughs) So sorry. What is that? Is that a demon? Wait, hold on. What? (laughs) I don't want to deal with demons. Focus on the important things in life. I know what they are. Um, but okay, okay. It's a good it's a good point. Let's get let's get a little bit back to the academy. Speak, speaking of these these people though, Luke. So there's a mm-hmm. moment and and how speaking of these people and how they don't really know a lot of stuff. Like we're figuring out what they do and don't know. There's a moment where Scorio's like, hey, I'm going to do this secret delicious marinating technique that this frog is going to teach me because it'll make me level up. And Lianchi mm-hmm. is like, hey, Scorio, you can't do that because you have blood. Like you have a lot of blood inside of you and you can't have coal mana instead of blood. And the first time I read it, I was reading it as like sarcastic. Like Leonchi's like, hey, idiot. Like, obviously you need your blood to survive. But the more I think about it, I don't know. Because 
is is she just literally explaining to him how blood works is she like hey you need blood (laughs) in my studies i have found you can't substitute blood with anything else (laughs) like she's like oh scorio genuinely might not know he didn't go to the academy where, like, day two, they sat us down and were like, hey, some people have tried replacing blood with all kinds of different stuff. Never works. Don't try it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she's just imparting this knowledge of, like, hey, Scorio, you need the blood. The blood? You gotta have that. You, you really need it. Um, ah, it's a good point. Because you're right. I did, I did interpret it as sarcasm or something along those lines. But, I mean, mm, here's the thing. It worked, right? Yeah, but he didn't replace his blood with the yes. coal mana. Um, oh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta assume that nobody knows anything. Right. Well, <laughs> well, okay, okay. Actually, it's more like, it's more like me interacting with a stranger, actually. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I have no idea what you what you know before this point in our lives but there's a lot of things that i assume that they know yes like you need blood (laughs) right 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 and if a stranger came up to you on the street and was like hey i'm thinking about injecting myself to be purely spaghettios i'm i'm thinking about just filling my whole body full of spaghettios i would then be like oh i would then be like oh hey you'd obviously don't know you need blood. Like, the blood is important <laughs> in there. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. That this I think this is actually a great way of thinking about it, is as, a, as talking to a stranger. Yes. Because, because you're right. Scorio is coming at this, and everyone is like, hey, you, like, genuinely can't do this because, like, that's a frog, and your body doesn't work the same way. And he's just like, it'll be fine. <laughs> so, like, yeah, actually, your example even is is good, too. Where it'd be like someone saying something insane. Right, right. And, and it's also reasonable because, like, they are at the school, right? And they know he didn't go to school. So, like, hey, there's some basic stuff. Um that you just need to know i think (laughs) man you gotta (laughs) after this happens you gotta sit him down and be like okay let's let's have can you take this test for me actually write down everything you know about the world (laughs) about anything yeah go but anyway but it worked yeah worked Mm. so jokes on jokes on them jokes on them need blood (laughs) who needs school Uh, okay, I will say, <clears throat> I will say, <laughs> beyond just this, I think Scorio is kind of an idiot. For sure, one hundred percent, totally. Okay, okay, I I think that this is probably unanimous, right? Um, I have a caveat to this, but let's let's kind of go off on on Scorio for a second. The main thing are the bets that he keeps making yeah. with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> Can you not? 
There's one in particular that, that I think is the worst and that I think everyone should be upset with him about. Okay. The one he makes at the very end, right before they go in the gauntlet, where yes. he's like, hey, yes. does he say if you lose, you don't get to heal up your arm? Or is it just like you can't use any special healing on your arm if we do this? No, it's even if you win or lose. Okay, yeah. He can't do any healing. No, that's a no from me, dog. Because the what's the most you're going to gain from this? Nothing. Nothing. It's... Literally nothing. <laughs> and your whole team is there like, sorry, hold on. I want to do well, though, and you're a part of my team. No, you're not doing this. Yeah. It's so selfish. <sighs> and like... And then, and then, okay, here's the thing, because you're right that this is the most egregious, even though there's a, another terrible one earlier with Jova. Mm-hmm. But this one, especially, because let's think about the outcome. Yep. Right? He wins the bet, mm-hmm. and he gets uh, an accurate summary from Kurrigan, I think is his name. Yeah. However, it's like, okay, we know that these are all like subjective and change. So like you have gotten this information and don't even know if it's real. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You basically had him explain a dream he had to you. (laughs) And in return, you got a broken wrist and severely reduced chances in the gauntlet. Yes. Now. Turns out it, it did work out for him because I think it was kind of essential to him hitting Tomb Spark. Like, I think it built into this, like, revelation that he had. Oh, you mean the, the knowledge that he... Yes. That he gains from this bet? Yeah. So, sure. But, I, I think this is true. But there is no way he knew this going in. Like, nobody thought that this was going to be the outcome of this bet. Right. It was just like, I have to do it. No, you don't. You really don't. You don't, my guy. This is this this is where he needs his friends to be like, all right, look, I was cool with the frog thing. This is too much. <laughs> this is too much. No. Right. I think his... So Scorio's issue that I think a lot of people probably say is that he he gets this idea in his mind of what he needs to do to accomplish the goal. And thinks that that's the only way he can do it. And it's like, let's let's brainstorm a little bit longer. Let's do some pros and cons. Let's figure out another way around this obstacle. I don't know. Wait a little bit. You, it doesn't have to be now for everything. Nope. It's got to be now. Sorry. Gauntlet's tomorrow. I got to know this maybe true information about my maybe family. Well, that, but also getting back to the other one, the one from Jova, which is essentially he wants her to figure out what his message to her was in exchange. He is going to drop out of the academy. Yeah. Um, Just wait a little bit, man. Like (laughs) you (laughs) you don't need this secret today. I don't know, man. It could be like, hey... Think about it, Jova. If you find something, I don't know. Next next year, next year, maybe we'll be buds and you'll tell me. Up oh, surprise. 
doesn't have to be now. Yeah, it doesn't. Everything has to be now, Luke. Come on. Obviously. Okay. Although there is a strange there is a strange dichotomy here though. Because Scorio can be extremely patient when he wants to be. In that he farmed like 400 of these extremely hard to find plants for weeks in order to get enough coal mana to do this transformation he like meticulously did this project and at the same time he's like no i can't wait another three weeks to see if she'll come around and we can be buds i need to make a bet and antagonize her today (laughs) no 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 you take don't. a lesson. Take a lesson from your farmville that you set up. Just like slow down mm-hmm. a little bit, plant some seeds, see what sprouts, and then tend your garden. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. Just, pl- yeah, plant some seeds, actually. Right? Hey. Hey, Jova. Here's, here's my, I don't know, a little, a little uh, enticer. Right? It's enticing, actually. Mm-hmm. She genuinely, after they make this bet, we learn this later, she's like, interested and it's like let me go see i feel like if he doesn't antagonize her at this point she's like okay i did look at my notes <laughs> and we were best friends earlier uh i'm gonna talk to him right right it's fine literally all he has to do is be like hey look uh i looked at my locker and the only thing in there was your name carved at the back so if you could just please check that'd be cool there might be something valuable in your notes. And like, who isn't going to check when they hear that your like your name was carved at the back of someone's locker and that's the only thing in there? Right, right. We're, we're, we're also forgetting how interesting Scorio is generally. Mm-hmm. So like, let me look at this from Jova's perspective, okay? Uh, this dude, who is a red lister, comes up and uh, he is someone who has not been reborn for 200 and something years. He's only been reborn six times. Uh, he escaped from the final door place, uh, saved the city, and, and now is like, hey, uh, my locker only had one thing and it was your freaking name carved deeply into it. Can you, you got any thoughts on this? If I'm Jova, I'm like, I'm checking this out today. Please let me be a part of this insanely epic story. I'd love it. (laughs) Right, right. Instead, we're fighting. We're fighting all the time. Always fighting. Stop with the fighting, guys. I want to go back to that caveat, though. Because... Everybody is telling Scorio, like, look, this isn't worth your life. Like, stop doing these dangerous risks. Like, for power, you could die. In any other circumstance, totally valid thing to say. Totally valid. In this circumstance, (laughs) I think it's actually kind of the opposite. I think everyone should be constantly risking their lives for power. Ooh. Because, like... That's the only reason you're around. If you aren't risking your life to level up, what are you doing? Why are you doing any of this? Because you're going to be reborn anyway, you mean? Yeah, and like the whole thing is like, we need somebody to to go in and become the Infernape or whatever it is. 
Infernarch okay. or what, yeah, whatever it's called. Yes. Um, we need somebody to do that in the next 10 years or we're all going to die probably. Mm. So this is, a, this is an interesting point. Everyone actually. needs to constantly be meeting cool toads, trying their ooze, like whatever. Try stuff. Hmm. <laughs> Try. <laughs> it's a good point. It's a good point. Um, it really like it really makes experimentation a little bit more ethical. Mm. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, a little <laughs> bit. I don't think a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me let me let me let me think for a second to to try to clarify this a little bit. Um, we have an academy that is basic has like a way of doing things. Yeah. I'm assuming there is a decent amount of experimentation long ago to get to this point. Yes. I think we got to keep taking moonshots, like you say. Every single person in this academy needs to be a moonshot. <laughs> Every single one. You should be like, all right, hey, you, you're going to juggle. The only thing we're going to have you do is get really good at juggling <laughs> to see if maybe that works. Right, right. I mean, okay, because so there's there's some things that like Scorio does, for example, like taking in um, way more mana, higher quality mana. This is the one that I'm thinking of when he does the the sapphire mana in the toad bath. Mm -hmm. Do this in several different ways with a bunch of students. And like, even if your success rate is like 1%, I don't know. Is it maybe? It's maybe worth it. <laughs> you just have to wait a year and you're going to get a whole new batch of students. Right. Right. <laughs> and some of them could be the same students. And you're like, you know what? We tried this with you. Didn't work. Didn't work. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody gets, everybody has a chart <laughs> to keep track of what we've tried with them specifically. Yeah. It's like a decision tree of like, <laughs> did the toad thing work? Uh, didn't work with her. <laughs> Worked with Scorio. Do that again. Keep doing that with Scorio. Everybody else didn't work. Really bad. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, there needs to be more meticulous notes. We, we gotta, we gotta get, uh, we gotta get someone with Excel skills mm. in here in charge. Especially because there is, there are a finite number of students, right? Yes, they're always the same student. You have everybody in a spreadsheet that you're just going through. Guys, come on. Oh, score! We got Scorio again. Oh, that's a, it's been a while, but all right, let's go back on the, let's see where we're at. Well, also they like, okay, the when Scorio is going to or is like interviewing, right, mm -hmm. with one of the houses, they they test his, uh, like heart depth yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and I think earlier we learn that. At least some of this is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Is like inherent. Mm -hmm. um, can we just do this for everyone and keep track of it? That way, when they're reborn, hand them a little pamphlet. It's like, oh, it looks like you have your heart. We already know is deep, but not reactive. So here's our strategy for you. Come on, we can do this. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, this is just all this is more evidence that like Scorio needs to start his own academy. Like we were saying last episode, just like he clearly is doing a way better job. <laughs> Scorio's the teacher now. This is why Praxamar hates him because Scorio is doing a way better job than the whole academy. And Praxamar is feeling a little bit emasculated. Mm, okay, okay. I agree. I agree. I think I'm back in. Um, Luke, I have a question. Sure. Where are the cows? Where are the cows? Cows specifically? Luke, there's butter. <laughs> Where are the cows? Because Scorio... Mm. I've honestly been waiting this whole book to find out where the cows are because Scorio goes to, um, it's Naomi, right? The nightmare lady. Mm -hmm. When he goes to her tower, she gets him crackers with butter on them. Yes. Where's the butter coming from? (laughs) Okay. This is, uh, this is, I'm actually surprised that you're asking this. Oh, sorry. Tell me where because the butter's like, coming from. I, I feel like you could ask this about any of their food. No, 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 no. Luke, their food has like fantastical names that I could imagine coming from like the seventh pit of hell. There's like an orchard of, I don't know. They I, have like apples. Dawn apples. Yeah. Okay. This is just butter. This isn't like <laughs> this isn't like frog butter or like infernal bull butter. <laughs> This is butter. <laughs> this is cow butter. Okay, okay. Um, I, I, I do see where you're going from with this now. Um, so I'm assuming mm-hmm. that most of their food is coming from somewhere else in hell. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I'm interpreting from the butter thing or from everything that we see that sounds exactly like what we're eating in our world today mm-hmm. uh that has been perfected <laughs> because like dawn apples for example mm-hmm. are essentially apples but better right you're saying there's these apples beautiful golden cows of... no, no 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 that's not what i'm okay, saying okay 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 they're apples i'm saying that you could have you could have golden cows but it's not gonna make butter better because butter oh. is perfect as is oh i see oh thoughts i am kind of into this actually um my, i do still have just like a little question of like these cows need to be ferocious right oh for sure because bastion is the safest place in all of hell and there aren't any cows there <laughs> yes Ooh, this is this is good this is good because we learn a little bit about the curse, right? As you leave Bastion, <laughs> you need to be a certain level of advancement to not go crazy. So there's two options then. Either the cows are at like Tomb Spark level advancement <laughs> or they're all insane. Or all the cows are just insane. <laughs> I don't know which one I want more, honestly. Um... I think I lean towards, I want the, all the livestock to be high advancement. Yeah. Because that means the farmers are just like, <laughs> like the best fighters are the farmers. 
Yeah, because they have to wrestle the cows. <laughs> they got to wrestle the cows. <laughs> I also love thinking. Okay, I also love this too because Scorio's worked so hard to reach Tomb Spark and he like struggled and almost died a lot. I'm so excited for him to get out onto the plains and be like, all right, time to level up again and just see a bunch of cows out there that are the same level as him. <laughs> Scorio just gets bodied by a bunch of cows. Naomi's like, where do you think the butter came from, idiot? Watch out. <laughs> you gotta be careful. Once you once you get onto the onto the farms. Man. Either either that or they're crazy. Either that or they're just bumbling around. Yeah, those are the only two options. Yeah, I agree. Good question. Good question. Um okay, my my next notes are are kind of at the end. Yeah, let's go to the end. Essentially okay um so i am going to actually skip through our experience in the gauntlet it's honestly fine with me okay um but it went very well and the little lead up to them announcing that scorio is the winner Mm -hmm. so hyped for this I kept waiting for them to just lie. I kept waiting for them to be like, it's, oh, what do we say instead? Who do we say instead? We got to say somebody. Right. I um, I think my biggest thing here is I realized during this scene that all I want is for Naomi to be happy. Oh. Because... The thing that sticks out to me yeah. is like Naomi's expression gets described really well. I remember that and really that well. that was too. what I was most hyped about. Yeah. And I was like, yes, Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Scorio advanced and won and we're hyped about that. But Naomi uh, had a good time. Hell yes. Yeah, this is kind of my metric as well. <laughs> Is Naomi having fun? If yes, we're into it. So I'm into it. I do think occasionally Naomi is just like, come on, you gotta you gotta deal with stuff a little better, Naomi. Like you gotta go to therapy yeah, I or think, something. I I think this is true. Sure. Yeah. But also, we love to get hype with Naomi, for sure. We do. We do. Um Okay. Overall overall this scene just just so exciting for me. I then want to go towards uh, our conversation with Jova afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we touched on, on it a little bit already, um, but essentially Scorio in a past life has done, done a little research, done a little independent research, some Googling, um, and found some concerning things. And there's a group, I think, called the, like, was it Herdsmen? Yes. That are doing something. They're up to no good. They're up to no good. And this has landed Scorio on the red list. Um, my problem here uh-huh. is Scorio is, like, the way to get out of this. Or previous Scorio is, like, so I need you to become the Infernarch so that we can do whatever right yeah okay that's the same goal do you know what i mean (laughs) 
right? Like they're already all trying to be the Infernarch, so right. You're not giving I'm him assuming... any new information. Yeah, yeah. I was already gonna do that. <laughs> This is kind of a situation of like, yeah, I will, but not because you told me to. It's like, God, I was going to do that anyway. And now that you told me to do it, it's like, it feels like I'm doing it just because you said I have to do it. Like, God, so annoying. Like, I I realize that, <laughs> that like, how do I say this? Um, once he becomes the Infernarch or whatever this role is, or even just an Imperator. Yeah. Because you need, that's the first step, right? You have to be an Imperator to become the Infernarch. Um, maybe you'll be doing something differently then. However, uh, at that point, like, I've already done the goal that everyone's trying to do anyway. I, I guess just like this, this warning isn't helpful, I think is my point. Well, okay. It's only helpful in the sense that he's like, hey, you have to do the thing that everyone's trying to do, but also you can't trust anyone who's a part of the system, man. <laughs> so you got to do it all on your own. Sorry. <laughs> right, right. Um, so that's good, I guess. I mean, our goals haven't changed. Right, it's kind of nice that our goals haven't changed, actually. <laughs> and we made a new friend. Can you imagine if instead the message was like, hey, don't advance at all. The secret is actually to not advance. <laughs> That's a tough one. It's like, oh, dang it, I have to kill myself now. Yeah, yeah. That'd be that'd be a much more impactful warning, for mm -hmm. sure. But worthless in the end. <laughs> right. Um, okay. We're we're kind we're kind of at the end of the book here. You have any more notes for it? Uh, I don't have any more notes. Can we do quick reviews? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna start. Quick review. Cut the book in half. Cut the book in <laughs> half because it's too long. Um, mm -hmm. I also, by the end, reading those gauntlet chapters, like a few of them are cool. I was kind of just flying through the last few. Yes. I couldn't get into I, the gauntlet I, chapters for whatever reason. <laughs> this is fair. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I generally agree with you where I did really like the book and like the story. Yes. It does seem like we could we could cut out a lot of the details yes it scratched the same kind of cradle itch for me honestly it was still getting mm -hmm. there uh mm -hmm. i i will say though not in quite the same way as cradle does like i okay i'm i'm excited luke is what i'm saying <laughs> okay let's okay let's let's transition here because um uh maybe we'll eventually come back to bastion but next week uh, we're 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 starting a new book, finishing a series, finishing a series. That's right. Uh, what's it called, Dan? Way get the name right this time. Way 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 time. Way bound. Way bound. <laughs> way bound is next week by Will White, the last book in the Cradle series. Very exciting. I. You can't stop us. We're going to read the whole book. You know we're going to read the I'm whole book. I'm not stopping halfway through. You know Luke's already read the whole book. <laughs> Don't tell them that, Dan. I've already finished it. <laughs> All right, but I haven't, so I'm going to be reading the whole book for next time. We'll bring the hot takes. And be the dub nerds. <laughs> <laughs>